This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm glad to welcome to the podcast, Jeff Dodge. Jeff is the teaching pastor at Veritas Church in Iowa City, Iowa. He also directs Veritas School of Theology and serves as assistant professor of theological studies at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri. He is the author of several books, including Gospel 101, Learning, Living, and Sharing the Gospel, and a great Bible study on the book of Titus, Life-Changing Truth in a World of Lies. Jeff and his wife, Teresa, have four children and seven grandchildren, and it's just great to have you on the podcast. Jeff, welcome. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. It's good to be with you. I have known you for a number of years, so I'm really glad that we could get together on the podcast, and I am looking forward to what verse you have for us today. Yeah, for me, um, kind of a go-to staple, I guess, verse in my life, it almost unfurls like a banner over my life, is from Isaiah 66. And I'm going to actually cheat a little bit and read two verses. Um, it says, this is what the Lord says, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where could you possibly build a house for me? And where would my resting place be? My hand made all these things. And so they all came into being. This is the Lord's declaration. I will look favorably on this kind of person, one who is humble, submissive in spirit, and trembles at my word. Wow. Just hearing you read that, I almost feel like we should just wrap the podcast right there because that's- Don, mic drop. It's a, it's a mic drop moment when, when I read that for sure. It reminds me though of like walking into my den, my kids have the TV on and I'm picking up in the middle of a conversation on a particular show and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I feel like we're walking right into the middle of- a conversation. Why are we talking about this? What's preceded it? What caused the Lord to want to say these things? Well, all of Isaiah is, man, it covers a, a long time span. There's a lot that goes on throughout the book. We're getting at the tail end of a very long prophetic message from the prophet Isaiah. So all I'm asking is, would you just summarize the first 65 chapters of Isaiah? <laughs> let me, yeah, let me wrap up 65 chapters. Uh, but ju just before this, he has actually prophesied about the new heavens, and the new earth that will be coming. So, so this is very kind of overarching, very eternal words that are coming as he wraps up and has kind of a, uh, you know, epic conclusion to this very long and, um, you know, very kind of drawn out prophecy that's happened. But I think particularly, though, um, God's people back then, as well as now, tend to think that maybe the way to get God's attention or or the way to catch his favor, you know, whatever, is by either doing something great or often building something great. You know, if if I build this big temple, if I build this big church building, if I, man, all of a sudden blessing is going to flow and, and God's favor is just going to drop on us or whatever. And it's a real challenge when he says to, to his people, Look, do you really think I'm going to be impressed if you build me the, the coolest sanctuary on the planet? All, all you're going to do is go to a hill that I made, carve out blocks of marble, oh, that actually I created, <laughs> and you're going to stack those on each other and seal them with stuff that, oh, yeah, actually I made all that. And even when you're done, is that going to be more beautiful than the sunset that I paint differently every single night? Is that going to be more 
beautiful than this little bird that you're looking at. No, my handmade, all these things. I'm not impressed with whatever you do to refashion something that came from my hand. <laughs> and so he's saying, that's not what I'm looking for. As I gaze around the earth, I'm not waiting to discover some big new venture, some big new building, some big new enterprise of your own making. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's what's going to stop my gaze as I'm as I'm roaming about the earth with my with my gaze. I want to find somebody that is humble, submissive, broken in spirit and trembles at my word. Hmm. Right? I mean, it's just such a radically different way to think of catching the favorable eye of our heavenly father and uh it it anchors me i guess champ it kind of anchors me and grounds me in the kind of man that i want to be so that my father is actually pleased to take a second glance and just a smile come to his face as he looks down on me so obviously you have thought about these verses a lot you can just <laughs> tell by hearing you talk about them that god has used these in your life mm. What is that story? How has God yeah. used these verses in your life? Yeah, I think especially as a younger man, you know, it. we go from having maybe courageous aspirations for doing great things for God, and it's, it's this slippery slope where all of a sudden it can be, or is it actually building a kingdom for myself, and I just want to attach God's name to it, because I'm a Christian and I know that'd be the more... <laughs> religious thing to do or something. You know, we can just get starry-eyed yeah. about what we're trying to accomplish in this vapor of a life that we have. And I want to constantly come back to this posture before my father in heaven that, I mean, I just think these three descriptives are so beautiful, you know, humble, number one, that I'm of, of dust, right? I, I want to embrace the fact I'm the created one. He's the creator and I'm never going to be presumptuous about that. I, I want to be humble. That second phrase there, submissive in spirit here in the CSB, it's NASB, different translations have it broken in spirit. Hmm. To have an appropriately broken will, a, a broken spirit is, is not brokenheartedness. It's mm -hmm. in a place of surrender. Huh. It's, it's my spirit is in a place of a posture of surrender to him. And then that last idea of trembling at the word, especially as a teacher of the Bible, I never want to wield the word of God around as if it's my superpower, my ability to manipulate or coerce or convince. It's this is God's word coming out. And there are times I'm telling you, champ, I literally, well, for years and years, I would literally get physically sick before going out on the stage to teach God's word. Hmm. Because it was making me nauseous, the, the responsibility of opening this ancient book and saying to God's people, thus saith the Lord, hmm. it, this, this is from the Lord. You know, there's a trembling that is supposed to seize us at, this is God, the God of the universe speaking to us even now through this, through this book. And so whether I'm sitting at home uh, with a cup of coffee, reading it, or opening it up to teach it, I want to have that, that posture of being humble having a broken spirit and trembling at the word. That's so helpful. So I'm going to read it again. Yep. This is Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where could you possibly build a house for me? And where would my resting place be? My hand made all these things. And so they all came into being. This is the Lord's declaration. I will look favorably on this kind of person, one who is humble, submissive in spirit, and trembles at my word. 
Jeff, these verses are amazing. Thank you so much for pointing us here. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Would you just close our time by turning these verses into a prayer as we close? Yes, Lord, we're first of all grateful that you are the creator of all things, that every breath that we take, every sun, sunrise that we gaze upon, every little bird that, that flies past the window, um, you're the creator of all these things. And the idea that we could actually catch your attention, catch your gaze, catch your favor is just an incredible, awesome, mind-blowing just thought. But you do care about us and you do love us with a deep, deep and passionate and committed love. So help, help just that right there. Remind us, Lord, to be humble before you, just so exquisitely humble and glad to be in a glad surrender, to truly have a broken spirit, Lord. We, we don't want to be rebellious. We don't want to be cold. We don't want to be hard-hearted. We want to have this just beautifully broken spirit, easily trained, easily taught. And we want to tremble at your word, Lord. We want to go to your word, believing that you're speaking to us, that your spirit is awakening us to truths that we really need. So God, thank you for looking with favor on this kind of person. Help us to be that kind of person. And we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.